Come on, show yourself, my darling. Stephen Sweeney crouched in front of the monitor and gazed at the tiny screen displaying the feed from his underwater camera. He saw nothing but murky water with flecks of silt suspended in front of the lens. This was proving to be a waste of time. How many nights had he sat here waiting for something, anything, to happen? Too many to count and too much money wasted. Sorry, Melanie. The ghost of a smile played across his face as he whispered his ex-wife's name. No alimony payment again this month. Not that she cared. Her new boyfriend was taking better care of her than Sweeney ever had, as she loved to remind him. Sighing, he stepped out of the tent, stretched and knuckled the small of his bag. If anything did appear on screen, he'd see it later when he reviewed the recordings, though his hopes weren't high on that score. In any case, he could take no more sitting around. It was time to take an active approach, even if it proved equally fruitless. He strapped on his headlamp, set the light to red, and took a walk along the shoreline. He'd come to Lake Karma with such high hopes. His research had been solid and the tales spun by the locals were consistent enough to encourage him, yet with enough variation that it didn't sound like a false mythology crafted to draw in tourists. Leave that foolishness to Loch Ness. Of course, Karma could hardly be called a tourist town. Three gulps into his first ale at the local pub, he'd learned he was the first out-of-towner to visit in weeks. Apparently, the occasional tourist bus would pass through, sometimes stop for one night and move on, but not often. He'd overcome the local suspicion of his motives by posing as a professor who collected stories and legends. That usually went over better than cryptid hunter. He continued along the shore of the lake which loomed before him, a dull slate gray beneath an overcast night sky. Somewhere behind the blanket of clouds lurked the full moon. The stories held that this was feeding time for the creature that skulked within the dark waters. After twenty minutes of walking, he stopped to rest on a rocky shoal. The cold stone sapped warmth from his flesh, but he didn't care. The feeling of hopelessness made him hot under the collar. As he took deep breaths to restore his calm, he let his head fall. Had he failed again? It certainly looked like it, and if so, his investor would not be pleased. Sweeney had poured so much of his own finances into the project, so sure he'd be able to reclaim it all from the rich benefactor once he had evidence. It was a dangerous game. The man had the power to utterly destroy Sweeney if he wished. It wasn't just that he hadn't yet found the proof he was seeking— the problem was he hadn't found anything at all. He dug up a few nuggets of information from the town's odd, white-haired storyteller, and even pried a couple of details from the resident cryptid hunter, or troll hunter as he called himself, who seemed to know what Sweeney was about, but that was it. He buried his face in his hands and let out a small groan. What was he going to do now? He opened his eyes and scanned the sandy, rock-strewn shore. He sat up straight. There was something about the lay of the land just a few feet away that caught his attention. Hard racing, afraid to get his hopes up, he stood and took a few tentative steps closer. Here the shore had been smoothed out in the shape of a large, shallow bowl. His eyes traced the smooth bottom where stones the size of lemons had been pressed down into the soft ground by something extremely heavy. On the far side, a wide track, more of a scrape led back into the water. Oh my God! He'd found a wallow, and a huge one, so big he'd looked right past it. Whatever had left these marks was larger than any creature known to live in the lake. 
Unable to believe his luck, he pulled out a small Panasonic Lumix digital camera. It was a pocket model designed for holiday snaps more than anything else, but it would do for now. He'd return to camp, retrieve his Canon 5D, and come back for some serious pictures in the morning. He began to take a series of shots, moving all around, careful not to tread on the marks, taking photos from all angles. Each click felt like money in the bank. Regardless of what happened during the rest of his time here, this would serve as the proof he needed to keep his investor at bay. He might even be able to sell the images to some of the more esoteric publications. Even the online ones would pay for quality photos. There was his contract to circumvent, of course, but he could find a way around it. If nothing else, he'd use a pseudonym. He paused, thoughts of a bank balance of more than three figures setting his thoughts spinning. He smiled, but it quickly dissolved as the gentle breeze carried a familiar smell, metallic and slightly sweet, to his nostrils. Blood.